Hey, good morning. It's Patricia Murphy. It's Thursday. This is Seattle Now. Christmas is right around the corner, and I am really looking forward to chilling with my family. To get us all in the mood, we're bringing you some special Christmas episodes, courtesy of our colleagues here at KUOW. The theme is, it's the thought that counts. Today's first story comes from Seattle Now's supervising producer, Caroline Chamberlain Gomez. Every year, my grandparents hosted a Christmas tree decorating party. My parents, three sisters and I, drove over to Grandpa Richard and Grandma Gail's house and decorated their tree. This was a holiday tradition, and as the best holiday traditions go, it always started the same way. We'd go to their house late in the morning, greeted by the sound of that same Christmas record they always played. We'd indulge in refreshments that Grandma Gail laid out for us, soda, pickled herring, and thin crust pizza from Domino's. There'd be a bare tree in the living room, towering above boxes of ornaments, awaiting a crew of young decorators to transform it into a festive holiday tree. But the most unmistakable part of this tradition was not the togetherness nor the tree. It was the feeling of dread that accompanied it. Because this party was not really a party. It was Christmas decorating entrapment. My sisters and I were not there to be grandchildren. We were workers. Domino's was our wage, and that tree our solemn duty. We were to trim that tree under the watchful eye of Grandpa Richard. And if we strayed from the task, Grandpa Richard would get us in line. I could still hear him now, teeming with Scandinavian rage. Trim, he'd bellow, when one of us took an unauthorized break. I never understood the urgency, but I complied. This went on for years, and my sisters and I always hated going. As we got older and went to college, we found ways of getting out of it. My older sister and I would use our winter break schedule as an excuse. This worked for a while, but there are four of us. By sister number three, my grandma was on to us, and Gail... A ruthless Scorpio, I might add, does not play. In this Christmas decorating labor exploitation scheme, my grandpa was the demanding floor manager and Grandma Gail the enforcer, and she was on to us. So one year, she called sister number three. They caught up, grandma asked how she was doing, and as always, invited her to the party. Sister number three, she waffled, you know, not really sure if I can go. I have some things going on. I have to check my final schedule. Well, said Grandma Gail with a smirk. I already called your school. Sister number three's jaw dropped. I know when your break starts and ends, Grandma Gail said confidently. You'll be able to make it. A lot has changed since then. Years have passed. My parents divorced. Grandma Gail is no longer with us. And neither is that tree decorating party. As for me and my sisters, we're still figuring out ways to get out of things. And while I don't condone my grandparents' tactics, I do think they meant well. I think my grandpa thought he was preparing us for the real world, and it's quite possible I owe my career in journalism to the efficiency and respect for tight deadlines I gained through relentless tree decorating. And I think my grandma, she just wanted to spend time together, which is a sentiment I understand only too well now that she's gone. I've slowly forged my own Christmas traditions, which mostly involve rewatching all my favorite Christmas movies. But every year when I'm decorating my own tree, I still think of them in that party. And I hope I can figure out, in my own way, that doesn't involve barking orders or calling the University of Puget Sound's front office, a way of showing the ones I love, I'll do whatever it takes to spend time with them.
Our second story today is about a very different December tradition. Here's Soundside producer Noel Gasca. If your birthday's in December, there's a good chance you probably grew up feeling a little shortchanged. The month is stacked with celebrations, and it feels like the whole world is dripping with lights and decorations, but none of it is for you. I know the struggle because I am one of those December birthdays. December 22nd, in fact. I'll be honest, it was a little disappointing not being able to go swimming on my birthday like my friends who had birthdays in June, or go to the pumpkin patch like all of the October birthday kids. But I'm lucky enough to have a mom who started a new tradition to keep my birthday from getting lost in the fray. She called it a birthday tree. It was a teeny tiny tabletop Christmas tree, strung with some pink lights and a few ornaments. Over the years, the birthday tree has grown, but it's largely stayed the same. The tree is still all decked out in pink, my favorite color, and there are ornaments that symbolize whatever milestone or interest I had in any given year. There's a Clara and a Sugar Plum Fairy to represent the year I fell in love with all things ballet and the Nutcracker, a wooden dolphin to represent the year we went to Hawaii, and a typewriter to represent my decision to study journalism. In the summer of 2021, I moved out into an apartment of my own, a solid step towards adulthood and the independence I had been craving since I moved back home at the start of the pandemic. And when December rolled around, I pulled the birthday tree down from our dusty attic, stuffed it in my car, and brought it back to my place. As I unpacked the tree and pulled out the ornaments, I told myself that transitioning the birthday tree from my mom's home to my own space was just another step in the process of learning how to be on my own. It was an act of independent adulthood. My mom had spent years, decades at this point, selflessly taking time out of her own weekend every year to put up my birthday tree. Now it was my turn to make it happen. This is how it should be, I told myself. But honestly, I hated every second of it. Without my mom next to me, trimming the tree just felt like another item on my December to-do list. This year, I asked my mom to help me put up my birthday tree with me. As we fluffed the branches and strung the ornaments, I looked at my mom and was reminded of the remarkable gift she's given me with the birthday tree. The memories I've made with my family over the last 24 years come flooding back to me in a pink-tinged hue. My mom started the birthday tree tradition with the hope that it would keep little Noelle from feeling like her birthday was lost in the shuffle of the Christmas season. It definitely served that purpose, but as an adult, it's taken on a much deeper meaning to me. My birthday tree is one big pink reminder that no matter my age, my mom has always been right behind me, honoring the person I've grown step by step, ornament by ornament to become. Thanks for listening today. You heard essays from KUOW producers Caroline Chamberlain Gomez and Noel Gasca. They were edited and produced by Katie Campbell. Seattle Now is produced by Caroline Chamberlain Gomez, Claire McGrain, Vaughn Jones, Jenny Cecil Moore, and Brandy Fullwood. Matt Jorgensen does our theme music. Seattle Now and KUOW Public Radio are members of the NPR Network. It's an independent coalition of public media podcasters. You can find more shows in the network wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Patricia Murphy. See you tomorrow.